Hello team, it's Fab here, founder and head teacher at All Marketing School and your Marketing BFF. I want to remind you that there is a special invitation for you to join us for the Alt Marketing Certification. Get certified as a positive impact strategy and make people fall in love with you and your work. Reclaim your time, understand the marketing foundations with a positive impact spin. If you are a marketing freelancer who wants to raise the quality of services and do more with less, or maybe you are an early stage marketeer ready to invest to gain real experience in building a strategy with purpose, or you're a marketing leader who wants to be recognized as a go-to expert and tackle new growth challenges. Whether you are beginners or whether you have some confidence into your strategy, we want to support you. We want to help you achieve your strategic goals, toss confettis in the air, and blast your favorite hype song as you get through eight incredible weeks with me and the rest of our faculty. Think about our certification as marketing training at university standards, not prices. So if you're ready to join us and you want to check out our incredible curriculum, all you have to do is go to amschool.click slash certification. I repeat, amschool.click slash certification to find out more and learn what you are going to go through in our eight weeks. From marketing foundations all the way to leadership and storytelling skills, we're also going to cover strategic marketing blocks and advanced marketing tools. Plus, you get workshops, hot seats, group work, and even timely panels with incredible experts in the field. So what are you waiting for? No, I mean it. Our next cohort is starting real soon. So make sure that you head to amschool.click slash certification to come and join us and learn how to market to hearts, not to brains. Welcome to Alt Marketing School. We are currently bringing together a new wave of marketers, just like yourself. We want to provide you with the skills to speak to your audience perfectly, empower clients with winning strategies to market their brands, champion their values, and make a positive impact in the online world. My name is Fab, and I'm your host. May the class begin. Okay, I should stop smiling now. <laughs> I'm stuck in this really creepy smile when Becca's like, get me out of here, get me out of here. But no, it's all good. Becca and I were, were speculating if maybe actually Becca is taller than what she looks on Zoom. We don't know. We were talking about the fact when I met in person, haven't we? We haven't. I, yeah, you could be a giant. I wonder, I could be a giant. I'm not a giant. I'm telling you that now. <laughs> People, in case you wanted to know, neither of us are giants. I'm quite actually a tiny, tiny lady. Just I'm very stereotypically like kind of not pocket size. I'm actually like. N- average height but yeah it's kind of funny when you think about it like you create bonds especially because of the last year you create bonds over zoom or online and then you're like actually you look something but I think zoom still reflects kind of what we look like but not fully I don't know if you know what I mean I think there's still like a bit of an element of um of HD that kind of you're missing when it comes to zoom yeah, definitely. I, I know, like, even meeting people again that I know, seeing them in person again is a really strange experience because it's like, oh, you're in HD, you're in 3D. It's just so weird. <laughs> I used to see everyone through Zoom for such a long time. You can see all the edges. 
or even better, <laughs> or even better. Oh, the back your background is not all blurred when I'm talking to you. Even better. That's literally the life we're leading these days. Anyways, I am still on the way to recovery, so I'm not 100. So I'm actually sitting down, which is unusual for me because usually, like the energy that comes out of the social updates is straight from me standing up. But I can't, I can't sit up today, so I'm actually feeling quite, quite regal, like and royal going through the news today, sitting down. And I wanted to start off. I feel like it's a running joke. I feel so bad for the guys, but I want to start with Clubhouse, which I know is a piece of news that we both found which is like moving out of beta, beta. Um, it's got this, I would say they copied us because it's literally similar to all marketing school. They've got this new font. I know, right? They've got the new little icon that is now no more like, it's emoji style, but no more emoji style. They've got a blog, which they told us about. They're like, oh, by the way, we also have a website and a blog now. Um, so yeah, I think Clubhouse is, is giving us one last shot. That's how I see it. And it was really interesting to see that they went out of the beta. But again, I'm so sorry to say one more time, but so what? <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm like, I don't feel there was anybody be like, oh my God, I'm still waiting to get my invite at this point. No, no completely. I think that disappeared. The last time somebody asked me was back in like February, I think. Like, oh, you got, you got any invites going to Clubhouse? No. Well, actually, probably did. But now all of the appeal is gone. I was surprised. Did you see just how many? Apparently, since they've launched on Android, which was in May, they've had over 10 million new users, which did surprise me. It's but right. I see. I still don't think that's going to be enough. And I, again, we say this every time, but every time I get a Clubhouse notification now, if somebody pings me into a room, I've just become like blind to it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I don't, don't look for them anymore. Don't join them. Just spaces like that. My question would be actually back on what, because I saw that that stat and um, and I was thinking exactly what you were thinking. I was like, okay, this is the number, but then you're talking about this a lot. So obviously user intent, but also engaged users. It's okay to have 10 million people that were like, oh, now I can get into this thing. I want to check out what it is. I feel like a lot of people might just be like, I couldn't access this for such a long time. I want to see what the fuss is about. And it, it is relatively easy then to set up your username and, and user and such. So I'm kind of wondering in my head, I'm like, is that the only reason why they did it? They just did it so that they could get that. And now they are all like going to be gone again. Because that's kind of how I feel. It's kind of like, you know. Yeah. They, they were like, okay, we've been waiting such a long time to get this thing out of the ground. Let's see what it is. And then, like, will they come back after the first time they log in? That would be my question. I I doubt it. I honestly doubt it. I think if if they'd, I understand why there was that delay for Android users, but I think they left it too long. And now all of the hype on other social platforms about Clubhouse, I feel like, has gone as well. Before back in January, February time, when like you know, when we did our weekly clubhouse session as well, you talk about it everywhere else, and now it's like, nope, no. So, you know, I think they can still do some things, and I've seen some bits about maybe they're like collaborating with people, so maybe that will help for like one off events, they might get some traction, but in terms of like an overall strategy. I think people will just turn to if they want that format we'll go to the spaces i agree and I, also last week we talked about very briefly um 
the fact that you can also message on Clubhouse. That was a bit more interesting, actually, seeing some traction with that. And I think people actually were missing probably one element of of communication through writing because probably a bit because of, to be able to talk to actually some of the some of the people that you're following, but also when it comes to some of the rooms, so I can see that actually they wanted some people wanted, but everything else I just felt. I understand. I mean, you might as well try. You got so much traction. They're really trying their best to make sure that they can survive and evolve. But again, without the cross promotion from other platforms, then realistically speaking, only the people that are truly investing a hell of a lot of time on the on, on Clubhouse are probably going to be wanting to continue investing a lot of time on Clubhouse because what we what we learned when it was working for both of us actually is that that consistency is kind of key. It means a lot, a lot of rooms, whether you're joining them, whether you're hosting them, it's quite, it's quite intensive. And so I'm kind of thinking like, have you got the time to do that? And then also cross-promotion is not a bad thing on social. It happens, but you think about, okay, if I talk about too many things in one place, then, you know, what's the point of being on Twitter if only thing I talk about are my Clubhouse rooms? So it's hard for people that haven't been able to build that 10,000 followers on Clubhouse because you also have to make sure that your users and your followers are there ready to jump into a room. And I've seen even people that are a bit more successful struggling with that. So it will be interesting to see where it's going. I think summer, which is kind of halfway and I can't even believe it, uh, but summer, lol, uh, has definitely, I think it's definitely going to like hinder it even more. That's how I see it. Like, And it's kind of interesting to see whether in winter or in autumn it will come back or again, it will definitely fade. And then we'll actually be seeing like everything else kind of kicking off again, kind of vibe. I think you said something really like pessimistic then. <laughs> I was going to say, oh, if there's another lockdown, then maybe it'll take off again. But I don't want to, I don't want to say that. <laughs> That's actually interesting because I'm kind of wondering whether if there is another lockdown and, like, and that's me being realistic, to be very honest, if, so that's, that's, that's the realism, if. I was wondering though, like at the beginning, we really went into the online world and we really seeked online connections because, you know, it was such a, a such a big thing. And then we obviously were completely like our world were like upside down. So it was like, okay, let, we need to find other connections because we can't talk to people. We can't see them in real time. But I'm wondering if, if there were another lockdown, especially when it comes to social media marketing, consumers and general peeps, maybe they will be a bit more mindful and maybe actually... I don't know if we will see the same traction and traffic and that we've seen the first time. This is me being skeptical again. Conspiracy, not conspiracy theory, a skeptical hat on, which can be any type of hat of your liking. Imagine whichever hat you want me to put on. My skeptical hat says that. So it could be that it's going to be working a lot and it will actually see social usage going up again. But I'm kind of wondering whether that would really be happening more than what it would be on a normal winter. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking about whether we're all a bit, you know, trying to find our space. And obviously now we're filling that space with summer, which is excellent, or with doing things. But if things were to close up a bit more again, I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I think it would depend a lot on people's, like, work pattern. You know, before, I think one of the reasons it worked so well is because People were working from home, it's easier to join and it didn't matter if you were either listening to a clubhouse out loud or if you wanted to join in, you were only going to like disturb whoever's in the room with you, which was you. Whereas now, 
you know, as you say, with someone and everything, I just don't see that's one of the major reasons I don't join. And so, yeah, I, I just feel like it's missed its moment, <laughs> which is such a shame because it was good, but time is gone. No, we've never been together without that. So, you know what? I see the positives. I'm going to listen. See, there you go. Little tears. Little joyful tears. So, you know, I'll take that one. I'll take that one. I'm all right with that. Uh, now, despite my brain being so slow, and I think like everybody listening might be like, Faba, you okay? I swear my brain is being so slow. So, bear with me today. I appreciate that. I am taking my time for a bit, but I'm, I'm looking at other bits of news that we have because we kind of actually found similar things. And there are, I mean, Instagram has got small things, but it's got lots of small things. And literally all the things that uh, Becca pointed out uh, in, you know, in your recap, now we've got a shared space and we're talking about Notion last week, are the ones that I found as well. So it's quite exciting. I wanted to talk about first, just because to me it's the most exciting, I guess, this kind of potential partnering up option which Becca I figured out we already have on one of our accounts without knowing I realized that what oh oh my god have you tested it can we test it we need to test it I want to see an action (laughs) I'm I'm gonna do it straight after this no we haven't because it was last night and as I said my brain is not working so I kind of I was doing the research for for the newsletter obviously or marketingschool.com slash join for the newsletter yes and yeah I saw this and I was like and then I went to Instagram and I was uh, scheduling a reel for, for later uh, just to kind of post it this morning. And I was like, add collaborator. And then I was like, you know, like literally the hamster, which is currently so slow. The hamster started running and be like, holy shit, that's what it is. And I was like, ah. so I didn't look into it properly, but I will look after this. I think it's almost like so far from what I've seen, actually what it looks like. It's pretty much like a tag. So the look is that I haven't obviously tested it, tested it because I'm not sure. It was kind of like it was a podcast um, snippet. So I was kind of thinking whether it would make as much sense. But I might try and test it next week and just give it a go and see what happens. Maybe even with hours. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> inception. <laughs> so if you go to uh, old marketing school on Instagram, you might find that by the time you're listening to this. Um, I don't know if actually old marketing school has it. I know another company I run has it. But yeah, it was interesting. It was interesting. It's going to, pro- like, if you want to tell us a bit more about it now that I give us all of this excitement about the fact that it is, is testing and I'm one of the testers for once. But yeah, it's, it's quite an exciting idea of having this collaboration with the reels and feed posts. I'm not sure how it's going to work but I guess it's also reach and engagement we're talking about that weren't they yeah I did I was thinking um it could potentially not to be you know very negative but lead into problems so if you did collaborate with someone and then further down the line like what happens if one of you deletes it does it impact the other person's like version of the post or you know is it just it'll then just be their post or you know, would people be like, "Oh, you need to take that down"? Or like, I don't know. I just went to the worst case scenario. And said, it, oh, I can't get my lights out. If there was like a creative disagreement later down the line, but if it works, then I think it would be good. And I'd I'd like to see. I think using the right way, it could be really really beneficial to accounts, um, especially for as you say, like 
um, getting the reach of both people, the engagement. Again, I wonder, like, they haven't given away too much yet about how it will be measured. Um, I would like to know, on the test here, if it just groups all of the engagement together or if you can see a breakdown of, okay, this person or this person, or maybe like each individual can see that, but you can't see the other person. Kind of what 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 both of them are bringing, you mean, like mm. separately? Yeah, mm. yeah. And I wonder if, I don't know, like this getting into the real nitty-gritty, but I wonder if there'll be any waiting on who actually uploads it, even though you're collaborating. I was going to say that as well. Like mm. I was thinking that literally which, which feed would it be on? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, would it be mine because I've uploaded it and I asked the person to collaborate? Would it be in both feeds? Because obviously if it's not, this is again, going back to the, to the nitty gritty, if it's not my aesthetic, but it's yours, then what I want it to be on my feed, um, I think for reals, it's actually a bit different. It kind of almost is another way to try and do stitches, which I know they're already doing on, on reels anyway. It's kind of like duets or whatever you want to call them. Sorry. They're like they got 17 names, but but I was thinking exactly the same. And I just love that you went into like the keeping up with the Kardashian scenarios where like you know people then start like almost spitting out iced coffee. And then they start like arguing and shouting, like, how dare you take this down? I hate you. But you know, you never know. And I think if this is a is a tool that you can use lightly, let's be honest, just like with friends, but also if you have a creator, as you say, that invests a lot of time, or it's also like a sponsorship included. It's interesting to see how that will play out, I think. But it is, I wasn't expecting it, even if, you know, the four focuses of Instagram include creators. But, you know, I wasn't expecting this one. What else have you got for us from the world of the gram? The gram. Well, I saw a, again, it's quite a minor update. Um, Now there's going to be a sensitive content control option. And you probably have already got it now. I had a look before we joined the call and... I have got the setting. So basically, um, you can control what types of content you see. So specifically, any upsetting or offensive content. Now, it's slightly up in the air as to what Instagram will class as upsetting or offensive, but I'm expecting it to be things like if it was violent in any way, gory or anything like along those lines, where you would normally get that. Do you ever see that? Occasional sensitive warning, so you can have it. So everything is allowed on your feed. You can have some limits. You might see the occasional one, but not too many. And that's the default option. Or you can have it really limited, so you'll barely see anything, which I think might be quite good for maybe younger people on the platform. But, yeah, it's quite minor. But you can go in and uh, update it right now if you want to. And mine was on the default option, so limited some things. But I actually put it on to allow everything because I want to sort of see what, figure out what Instagram is classing as offensive, you know? I saw that as well. I was kind of interested because I was thinking, oh, I see they're trying to change like some of that as well. And that is something that even Twitter, I know, was doing, you know, some updates in that regard. Now, um, there's another bit of news on Twitter that, I love how you wrote misleading title, you know, a little like dashboard, which is not related to this, but we might jump onto that because I found it quite, it's unrelated, but interesting. But no, I, I understand why, again, as you say, Instagram has also got a younger audience. And also I find that there's been such a growth when it comes to understanding, you know, how to, especially with a lot of sensitive topics that have been coming up, just kind of making sure that 
people can, first of all, flag things and report them accordingly, you know, especially when it comes to different topics and also being able then to kind of adjust their preferences and even like almost guide the platforms to know what is what is good and what is not as well, which I think is really important too. So one more question then for you, <laughs> which is Twitter update. I know there's quite a few other bits as well, but obviously we, we're going to try and cover as much as we can, but this week has been blowing up. So maybe we're going to take some of that as well next week. Um, is there any other updates that you kind of kind of enjoyed or you kind of like really jump out at you for the past week? I will say, so just on Twitter actually, Twitter, Twitter, I don't know if you use it at all. I, I use it. Phases. You do, good. So mine is quite messy because I have so many columns going across, but they're releasing new updates. So you'll be able to build different decks essentially. So if you want to group certain columns together to make your life easier, depending on like, purpose and everything or you might have some that are like you know your thinking what's coming in you might have some that applies you're going to be able to do that for now which I'm very glad about because TweetDeck is one of these tools where lots of people use it but I feel like it's been forgotten about and I don't want it to be forgotten about because if it was taken away <laughs> so I'm glad that they have updated this um, because it's just still on their still on Twitter's to-do list you know so very excited about the update. And the good thing about it actually is I don't think a lot of people know that TweetDeck is actually owned by Twitter and actually is a tool from Twitter, something that even I didn't know myself. And I was like, ah, that makes sense. Um, but I do like it because, as you said, you're actually able to, well, within control, unless your back is like 70 million, but you can actually add different accounts. And it helps me as well, just kind of keep track of my different accounts and almost like, Sometimes I reshare from different ones. So it's kind of nice because some of them are kind of complementary. So it kind of helps me with keeping everything in one place. So when I saw that as well, I was quite excited because I genuinely very rarely go into normal Twitter anyway, because I'm not interested in some of the features that will be the ones you usually would expect there as well. So I kind of like to be able to sneak in and look at other things as well. So that is not a problem at all. One more thing I'm going to say before we jump out, because I think that was really interesting that I've seen. There's obviously quite a few other bits that came from, interestingly, quite a lot of kind of video-related bits of news. But what I really enjoyed and what I'm interested to see how it's going to go is TikTok's uh, new live stream features. I personally don't use TikTok Live or I haven't used it before, also because I don't have 1K followers. But um, it's been really interesting to see that they're doing a couple of things, including, you know, obviously removing some of these restrictions. So all users with more than 1K now will be able to live stream with a guest, which is kind of nice, but also schedule events as well. So I think creators that really are investing time onto uh, live streams can actually make the most of it. And even something like Q&A panels, which then they go and actually show you in a really cool TikTok video what it's going to look like. So I think... It's kind of interesting because live are spotlighted in a different way on TikTok, which again, for somebody probably like Becca that uses TikTok a lot more than me, is even easier to kind of see it because I know that you can actually see in the little username when they've been live, even like in the last 24 hours. But I think I just, what was interesting for me is to see TikTok actually doing this right now, what I thought live, you know, live wouldn't be the primary focus just because of the time of the year it is. 
But for some reason, they actually did that. And so it's kind of interesting to see they already thought about making this happen right now and focusing on that feature as well. I think they're, they're really pushing this live element. And I've seen a lot of little things as well within the app. Like now you get little labels coming up. So when the Euros are on, they have that. There's another one at the moment, which I'm not sure what that's for. But I think they're really pushing this kind of like community element with the live streams and everything so that it's not just sit there and scroll through two hours of video, which is definitely not what I really like, but actually get a little bit more involved. So encourage those people who are quite passive on the platform to, to kind of be a more active user, which I think is really cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to see where that's going to go as well. And kind of, again, it's just the timing is really interesting because I would not expect them to go like, yeah, so people wanted just now to go live. But again, I think, as you say, TikTok is one of the most engaged communities anyway. So that's what I would have expected from them to kind of wanting to still, you know, there's still people will still be going on their platform and they will still be tuning in anyway, which I think is something that maybe other platforms are struggling with at this moment. Now, team, this was a bit of an unconventional a bit of an unconventional. Becca has uh, literally saved us from any kind of kettles that were going in the background from our office and all these things, because that's what happens <laughs> when you are in an office. I am still not 100% at the time of recording. Hopefully by the time this is out, I will be, but it's taking me a bit of a long time. I'm not being very well. So we'll see. I don't know. Do I have to, do I have to disclaim on the podcast that it's not COVID? I feel like whenever you're feeling, you're saying that you're unwell, you have, you know, people literally, I don't know if you had that in the last month. Yeah, yeah. Just be like, it's not that, I promise. <laughs> that is so weird. I mean, not, not, not that I can, people can catch it for the podcast. Uh, but oh yeah, it's true though. When people say me say to me, oh, I hope it's not COVID. I'm like, no, it's not. But I'm also like, you're sending me an email. Trust me, it's not going to get to you via email. But no, it's not COVID. It's, um, but yeah, I haven't been really well. So We've been having a bit of a special episode, but I hope we gave you some things to think about, some things to check on. Obviously, go to the newsletter and to the newsletter backlog if you want to read out on some of these news. If you want to tell us anything else about uh, some of the things that you found, some of the news that you loved, let us know. You can find me at Fab Giovanetti and you can find us at Alt Marketing School on Instagram or Alt Mark School on Twitter. And Becca, if they want to say hi to you and your kettle, you can find me at Becca Social on all the platforms. Thank you so much for listening. Head to oldmarketingschool.com to find out more about the topics that we covered in this week's class. If you want to make your teachers happy, then hop onto iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Oh, and don't forget to spread the love on Instagram at Old Marketing School. Until next time. <laughs>